the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. You're listening to the Bruce Hooley Show. Appreciate it very much. You can catch the podcast anytime you miss a segment at 989theanswer.com. Click on shows, click on podcasts. And it has been our pleasure during this GOP Senate campaign in the state of Ohio to talk to all the candidates. And I've had the pleasure twice before of speaking with U.S. Senate candidate Mike Gibbons. And I'm glad to have Mike back on the show on the final day of the campaign before the primary tomorrow. Mike, thanks for your time today. Thanks for having me, Bruce. So, home stretch. Where are you today? Where are you headed? And what time will you finish just up? Pulling into, just pulling into downtown Youngstown. Very good. <laughs> well, your bus tour has been everywhere in the state of Ohio. If the people in the state of Ohio want somebody who's been to every county, I understand you're the man. All eighty-eight of them, right? Yes, yes, we have been to every one. Many, in in fact, many of them uh, multiple times. What do you find? Uh, is there a difference in what people are telling you when you're in a? big city as opposed to when you're in the rural areas? Is there a difference from Northeast Ohio to Central Ohio to Southern Ohio? What kind of messages have you been receiving from the voters? You know, I think there is a difference. Uh, you know, the more rural counties, uh, you know, are, are uh, you know, very, very quickly, you, you, you learn that they're very worried about America. They're very worried about uh, the direction of the country. Um, and I don't know, in, in, in the large cities, you see people that are uh, you know, more ambivalent about what's going on. Um, you know, I, 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 at least you know, that's my impression. Um, but I would say generally, uh, even in Cuyahoga County, Franklin County, uh, Hamilton County, Lucas County, uh, Mahoning County, for that matter, uh, you still have a lot of uh, Republicans very concerned about the direction of our country. Mike. And uh, I understand that. That's why I'm running. <laughs> Mike Gibbons is our guest, and you can find out more about Mike and what he stands for as a candidate at his website, GibbonsForOhio.com. His Twitter is MikeGibbonsOH. Have you been approached very often, Mike, by people who say they're former Democrats and they've left the party? And if so, what do they tell you about why they're leaving the party and why they're responding to your candidacy? Uh, well, I, I can tell you, yes, and it usually happens at either truck stops or gas stations or, or places, you know, uh, I went into, uh, a speedway in, in Marietta, Ohio, and, uh, and I always drink Diet Mountain Dew when I'm riding around mm -hmm. and, uh, it's, uh, probably not good for me, but I like it. And, uh, and and I walked up to the counter and I put down a couple of the bottles of Diet Mountain Dew and they said, your money's no good here. And uh, the guy next to me in line said, you know, I was a Democrat my whole life. I'll never vote Democrat again. And I've heard that over and over and over. People 
getting out of their trucks or, or their cars at truck stops, walking over and saying, we had one guy that pulled a couple hundred bucks out of his back pocket and said, I want to contribute this to your campaign. I'm, I'm a Democrat or I was a Democrat. I'm never voting Democrat again. I think people, I think the Democrat Party has shocked uh, a lot of these people's conscience. I really do. And uh, do they give you a specific reason why? I mean, not that there's not ample options there to check the box of why you've abandoned the Democratic Party if you're a former Democrat voter. But what do they mention when they say they've done that? Well, you know, I've I've talked to a lot of friends that have been lifelong Democrats. I don't have a lot of friends that are Democrats because, you know, that's become kind of an issue now. But I still have some. And and I go, how can you vote Democrat? How how possibly can you even consider it? He goes, well, I don't believe in any of that stuff the left wing of the Democrat Party is saying. I said, but yeah, but they're putting the people in power that that really are, are indoctrinating our youth, are, are trying to change, radically transform this country. How can you do that? Ah, oh, they're not really doing that. They they haven't uh, come to the self-realization yet that their party has left them. And, uh, and, and I think they're doing that slowly but surely. I think you're going to see a red wave like never before uh, in this upcoming election. It's, uh, you know, it, it, the Democrat Party does not reflect the attitudes of the average American. And we have to defeat them, even from dog catcher on up. We need to get them out of office until they understand. You know, when I, I grew up in a in a Democrat household, um, and all my entire family is Republican now. Uh, when John F. Kennedy was elected, it was a big deal. Uh, John F. Kennedy would be a Republican now. It's you know, it's it's the, the change in the Democratic Party and the influence of their left wing has has radically transformed that party. And, uh, you know, I, I, as an American, I don't know how you could support it. Mike Gibbons is our guest running for Senate on the GOP side of the primary. His website, GibbonsForOhio.com. His Twitter is MikeGibbonsOH. Mike, the point you make that you've heard from Democrats is a point I've made many times. I agree with you on your assessment of JFK. Any candidate who would say, and I think this is signature most famous line John F. Kennedy ever uttered, Ask not what ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. That is not a sentiment that is or has played in the Democratic Party for a very long time. No, in fact, they would call us uh, extremists for saying that. Yeah, and uh, and and uh, you know they they believe in the socialist utopia. Uh, you know, Marxism has infiltrated their entire party philosophy. Uh, and, uh, you know, their, their intent upon dividing this country, uh, and between the oppressed and the oppressors, it's, it's a false narrative. Uh, and, uh, and, and we, we need to have somebody that's willing to go and state the facts every time repeatedly. That's what I want to do. You know, well, I've, I've got, uh, I've got five kids and I don't like their prospects right now. Well, you know, Mike, you've put, Essentially, your money, where your mouth is, where your heart is, you put your life on hold. You have a successful life. You didn't need to do this. You've chosen to do it. I'm sure it comes from a genuine motivation to give back to your country, and you've put estimates are a lot of your own personal wealth into this. Uh, if you don't win on uh, Tuesday, what have you learned from this experience, and will you have con- will you consider this experience worth everything you've invested emotionally, financially, and in your time? 
Well, that's an interesting question because, you know, I can imagine people saying, what a dummy, this guy just spent a bunch of money and lost. Well, first of all, I don't think I'm going to lose. And I think, uh, you know, our feeling is, is that we're right in the thick of this thing and there's still a lot of undecideds. And, um, you know, I, I, I believe in my heart that, that a lot of those people will see who the real American value candidate is. But you know what, Bruce, uh, when you spend money trying to help your country, it is an honorable thing to do. And, uh, and I will never regret the attempt to try to get this state to, to send somebody to Washington that really cares about this country and not themselves or not their being part of the Washington elite or being a celebrity. I, I detest that about our political system. And, uh, I want to go there and, and, and spend every day, 20 hours a day, like I did when I formed my business, making sure that we're trying to convince people that the values that got this country become the envy of the world are the ones that really matter. And, uh, and I intend to do that every day. And, uh, and, I, and, and then come home. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. I'm going to get a lot done. Mike Gibbons is our guest <laughs> running for the Senate seat on the Republican side of the ticket. Gibbons for Ohio.com, his website, Mike Gibbons, O-H, is his Twitter. Uh, I can only imagine someone like yourself who understands uh, the sacrifice a person has to make wealth creation-wise to start a business, to get a business going, uh, how you must feel when you hear reports that Joe Biden wants to cancel student debt, either in full or in part. I think, obviously, the financial drawbacks of that, Mike, are going to be catastrophic for our country. He couldn't get Build Back Better passed, so he wants to just spend another $1.7 trillion that is supposed to be paid back to the government, either in full or in part. But the other part of it that I worry about is the mindset that it's that it that it puts in place, which is you know the, you can take out a big loan, you don't have to pay it back. I think that's incredibly damaging for our country. I agree. Those were decisions that were made. They were bad decisions. Now I will tell you, I think uh, I think students that are uh, that are trapped in high interest loans, uh, there could be help offered to those people, but the, they've got to pay back the principal. They made a bad decision that, you know, if, if they pay their, uh, if the government pays off their student loans and, and they go out and buy a car and buy a car they can't afford, uh, is it the government's responsibility to pay that car loan off mm. because they made a bad decision? I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, you know, w- w- we have to restore personal responsibility in this country. And, uh, and I believe most Republicans believe that. I know I do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, you know, who it, it, is there much difference between Joe Biden and Hugo Chavez in, in trying to win an election by buying off his voters? Uh, I don't think so. And, uh, and we can't let that happen in this country. Mike, as you wrap up here on the show, thank you for your time. And I know you, you and every candidate wanted Donald Trump's endorsement. You didn't get it, but I don't think that changes how you're going to legislate if you're a senator. You still believe in America first. And uh, I just want to give you a chance to respond to the fact that, you know, he endorsed someone else. But I think all of you, whoever wins this, uh, unless it's Dolan, I'm not sure that he uh, would be. In fact, I have said I would never vote for him unless it's against Tim Ryan. It's the only candidate he would be better than. But I just want to give it a chance to speak to the Trump endorsement, how that broke down and how you're persevering through that, plowing through that and how you confront that when people on the campaign trail ask you about it. Well, it was disappointing to me. Um, I, I wish he would have stayed out if he was going to make an endorsement other than if he would have endorsed me. 
but I never I never asked him for an endorsement. Uh, you know, I I think that you have to look at each, each individual, look at their resume, look what they've accomplished in their lives. You know, look at uh, it, it, it how they've you know lived up to the American ideals, and and elect those people. You know, I I, I go all around and give speeches, and I go, you know, we got to get rid of career politicians. All they are is about themselves. Yet one of my primary opponents, who everybody seems to think is, uh, not everybody, a good pe- group of people think, uh, is is represents who they want in the U.S. Senate, is is a pure career politician, and that's Josh. Mm-hmm. He's you know never spent a day in the private sector. He served honorably in the Marine Corps, got out, and then the rest of his life he has spent either running for office or serving in some capacity elected capacity. How can a person that has never been in the private sector relate at all to the average American? How, how, how can they have anything to comment on as far as the economy goes? Is there anything more important to the American right, America right now than our economy? Yet we're sending, you know, there's many people that are voting for a guy that has no, not the foggiest idea of what, uh, how the economy works. Uh, J.D. Vance, you know, I will tell you, um, I can understand a person changing his mind as they saw as he saw Donald Trump doing good things for America. But how can anybody think that somebody said they had to hold their nose and vote for Hillary Clinton could possibly have even a thread of conservatism in their body? Uh, you know, you, you know how we all felt about Hillary. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, she was she was the devil and, 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 and rightfully so. And, and and yet, do you know any Republican, any conservative? That could ever say they could vote for had to hold their nose and vote for Hillary Clinton. I, I don't know one, and I and I so I wonder what JD's all about, uh, and I wonder what Donald Trump was thinking when he endorsed him. And, and I think you know it's above my pay grade as to why he did it, uh, but I have to believe it has something to do with campaign uh, support from Peter Thiel. And and do we have do we have the West Coast now deciding who should be in office in in, in Ohio? And I hope Ohio voters think think that way when they go to the polls. Well, I think you've made an eloquent summation of uh, everything. I uh, give. I wish you the energy to finish strong today. I think it's uh, very nice of you to accommodate us on the final day of the campaign. Uh, I appreciate very you, much Bruce. what you've done, and I uh, wish you well. Thank you. You don't have to worry about me. I've got plenty of energy. <laughs> very good. Thank you, Mike. Have a great day. We'll see you. All right, Mike Gibbons. Senate candidate, GOP side of the primary, to succeed Rob Portman. So, appreciate Mike Gibbons' time. He is, like the other candidates, hitting it hard today, trying to get every last vote. I think primaries in generals, the mindset of a voter, at least my own personal mindset, is totally different. In the primary, I can afford to be uh, insistent upon a candidate having everything that I want. And in a general, I have to vote between the candidate I prefer and the candidate I don't prefer. Now, it's awesome if your primary candidate is there in the general. But it is only going to help the opponent of the candidate you prefer if You stay mad after the primary and don't go back out. Here's a tweet. You won't do this. He says, he says, 
No, Bruce, I will not, under any circumstance, vote for Mike DeWine or anyone on this GOP card if they're on the ballot in November. The party in Ohio needs to learn it will have no support from conservatives as long as it continues to give us Democrats in disguise. That was in response to a tweet that I sent out this morning saying, I will not tell you who to vote for in the GOP Senate primary, but I will tell you who I will not vote for in the primary, and that is Matt Dolan. I will not vote for Matt Dolan because Matt Dolan is not a conservative when it comes to his position on LGBTQ plus issues. He will tell you that he is a co-sponsor of the Equality Act in Ohio. In fact, those of you who were at the Senate forum at Genoa when we kicked this off way back in October, Matt Dolan made the point that night, and he has repeated the point, making it often, that Ohio will suffer from a business recruitment perspective if it does not embrace LGBTQ plus as a protected class. So you could own a bakery and you are an evangelical Christian and you could be forced to make a gender reveal cake for someone who is transitioning from male to female. You would be forced to make a wedding cake for two gay men or two gay women. I do not believe in persecuting at all anyone who is LGBTQ+. But I do not believe in giving them protected class because you will force people to violate their own authentic Christian beliefs if LGBTQ plus individuals are given a protected class. You could be a Christian. You could own a home. You could want to rent that home. You could not say to a lesbian couple or to a homosexual male couple, no, I will not rent the home to you because I do not approve of your partnership with this other person who is the same sex as you. You could not do that. And Matt Dolan has not just supported, but co-sponsored that bill, the Equality Act, in the General Assembly State of Ohio. It has not become law. I don't think it will become law. If it does become law, then every single Republican who votes for it should be primaried and voted out. Now, if Dolan wins the primary tomorrow, will I vote for Matt Dolan in the fall? Yes, I will. And this gets to the tweet that I just read. This gentleman says he will not vote for Mike DeWine if Mike DeWine wins the primary. Well, then you might as well vote for Nan Whaley or John Cranley, and you might as well say that you advocate for legalizing marijuana or for taking away the Second Amendment in the state of Ohio. By staying home in the fall, you will help the Democrat you would vote against if you don't support the Republican candidate. I've said before, because there is no pro-life Democrat There is no Democrat on the ballot in the state of Ohio in any office that is superior to any Republican. Not one. Not one. I liked it when I had options on the pro-life side, back when Democrats could be pro-life and still win a primary and run on the ticket. They can't do that anymore. Not possible. It's incompatible with being a Democrat. To be a Democrat is to want to castrate boys, to do top surgery and remove the breasts of teenage or less than teenage girls, and it is to be for abortion at any point in a pregnancy. If you are a Democrat, you are endorsing those positions. 
I have friends who say they are authentic Catholics and they are Democrats. Died in the wool, avowed Democrats. Those positions, pro-life and Democrat, are completely incompatible if you are an authentic Catholic. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.